Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Heartwood Culture Podcast on the Believe Network. You know me, know the voice, know the guys. Me, really real, villain, real, to real from June here at your service. And you know, I. So, sports betting has been in the news a couple of times recently. And players are, they've been vocal about it before. Kyrie has said it before. There's been a number of players that said it before. But they think that, you know, sports betting is ruining the integrity of the game and it's making the game less fun for them because of the outrage that the fans get and all of that. I I enjoy sports betting because of what it adds to the game, especially for a lot of people that aren't just true fans of the game. Like you can like basketball and not be a true fan of the sport. Like there are so few true fans of the sport where they are just marveled when they see, you know, the right play being drawn up, the this type of player, this type of move, this type of action, like just being in the court in the atmosphere. People are marveled by that. One of my favorite things I think in basketball is the AAU circuit in the atmosphere of the AAU circuit and being out there, you know, on tour at the AAU circuit. And so sports betting adds to that when you talk about, especially for the casual sport watcher where they're watching the game more, you, you can highlight the game more, especially the women's game sports betting is can be so good to the women's game just because people are watching it more ratings are going up people are more interested in these games because once you bet it you start to watch it once you watch it you fall in love with it and then you have those people who are just ignorant assholes and they don't just don't know how to act. So you look at the Bradley Beal situation where end of the game in Orlando, I think it's like a week ago, two weeks ago, Bradley Beal, he was like four for 15 that game. And a fan approaches him and says, you just screwed me out of $1,500. Fuck you. Uh, and Bradley Beal knocks his hat off his head. Like, yo, like, what are you like? You know, and Y'all got to remember, like, these players are people, too. You can't just run up on somebody talking all type of crazy thing. Nobody. I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, oh, I'm going to give you a little, a little two-peat, like, back up. You, you getting a little aggressive right there, you know, especially if you walking up on somebody. Like, you got to remember, like, y'all be trying to make these players seem like they perfect and, like, they come from this cookie-cutter lifestyle, and they don't. Like, so places where they came up that's a way to get yourself knocked down but i think the one that really disgusted me was chris boucher got approached because he got five points in a game and not 10 and he got a message and it said i picked the wrong slave today what in a league that's 80% black, 
you message him and you say, I picked the wrong slave today. I don't I don't blame Chris Boucher for being mad at sports betting because he got five points instead of ten or <sighs> I think that is so dumb. That is so dumb. And it's like it's just hatred that's just rooted into everything. And I hate that, you know, sports betting gets the rap for it. And now I can admit, like, sports betting does get people more amped. But I think that while there are a bunch of lows that come with it and a bunch of idiots that do come with it, it's a bunch of people that are going to love you for it. I was just talking on Twitter, and I was telling people that Patrick Corbin, the pitcher for the Nationals, was one of my favorite pitchers. It's not because he's good. He's not good. Well, I don't think he's good. I mean, he's good enough to be in the MLB, so respect to you. But on that level, he gets cooked. His team total, first five team total over for the other team is a cash every single time. And so while he may be kicking himself because he had a bad outing, I love the guy. I love him. I want him to keep out there. I want him to continue to have a job and keep getting money because, you know, and it's like there's so many fun ways like to bust somebody's balls, like so many fun ways to, you know, kind of bust somebody's balls, but be really respectful about it. And I picked the wrong slave today. That really just like kind of changed my mood for the entire day reading that. And it's funny because people aren't going to change like there's I, I want to believe people will change, but people aren't going to change like hatred and stuff like that is just rooted in some people and they refuse to change. If you haven't, because I just seen it on TikTok the other day, look up the uh, clip from the Jeffersons where George Jefferson goes to the KKK meeting and go watch that clip. And that like. You know, I was watching. I'm like, dang! Like, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. I want you to go watch it, and you know, just just watch that clip and watch the end of the clip. And the last thing he says to George Jefferson and the KKK guy, the last thing he says to George Jefferson and the people before he gets whisked away. But yeah, man, just that's that's really all I wanted to talk about to begin the show today. Just stop being like. Stop being terrible people. Like, just stop being terrible people. Be a fan of the sport. Be a sports better. I think that, you know, good nature, ball busting, getting on somebody, like, that's that's cool. Like, you know. And I'm just thinking, like, all the times that if he bet Chris Boucher then, there's probably been other times he bet Chris Boucher, and Chris Boucher's probably cashed really, really nicely for him. Because Chris Boucher is like, you know, he's one of those come off the bench players that you can really, you know, like like a Paul Reed, you know, spot start guy that he can really, really blow up and have a good game and win you a lot of money. So I just think that sucks. I think that sucks that Chris Boucher had that interaction. I think that sucks that Bradley Beal had that interaction. You see all of these fan stuff. And I just I wish people would be better people. But all right. Let's get back to the picks and recapping yesterday. We had a we had a solid day. Could have been a legendary day. 
but we had a solid day yesterday. So uh, first pick was Orlando minus one. That the the magic had me nervous for 75% of that game. I'm not gonna lie. They ended up getting it done in the fourth quarter because there was no Chris Aspazingas, no Bradley Beal, no Kyle Kuzman, but the magic were down a good portion of that game. But finally, Franz Wagner turned it on. Uh Paolo Bancaro hit some some stuff late, and we were able to get that Orlando minus one. Happy about that. Go on to the Celtics game. Utah plus 13 and a half caches. I mean, I I wasn't worried. I there was a point where it was kind of back and forth, but I wasn't worried. The Utah Jazz are inevitable. That's in the case, and you know, case in point there. But Walker Kessler. So we get the points prop and the points ladder. Points was at 12 and a half. If you laddered it to 15, 20, you won some nice juice off of that because he got ended the game with 20. He had 10 rebounds going into the third quarter. So at that point, I'm like, all right, I'm just hoping he finishes with 13. Like, give me three a three-rebound quarter. I get the points prop at 10 and a half. I get 12. I really would have liked, the, you know, the 16 at 10 to 1 or the 18 at 30 to 1, like I talked about on the show. But, you know, I'm... I just want to win the original bet so that it's even more just a regular profitable day. He doesn't get one rebound in the fourth quarter. Not one. He didn't even come into the fourth quarter until like seven minutes left, six minutes left. So that was brutal. I was I was really, really tight about it. And there was so many chances. Like, it was so many chances. The ball was going. To, it was just going to Kelly Olenek. I think Abaji got a rebound. Taylor and Tucker got a rebound. Like, literally everybody on the court. But Walker Kessler got a rebound in that fourth quarter. So that's a brutal one. We've had a couple of times where we got snaked on the hook on this show. But that was a brutal one. We got the points. So I'm not really too mad about that. I think two ladders slightly canceled each other out. Might be, I think it was a little bit of extra juice on the plus money that puts us in the green, though. And to end the day, we had the Suns minus 10 and a half. I think it, I got in at 11 and a half when it looked like Jokic wasn't going to play, and then it ended up closing at 13. Don't even get the 10. This is like a seven. What was it, seven? I think it was seven that the. And, you know, this is where sports betting is brutal sometimes because Aaron Gordon is who we had last night to have a game. And he goes and drops 26 tonight. No, it happens. It's brutal. However, Kevin Durant cashes for us as well. So we get Kevin Durant points prop over 23 and a half. He got 30 if he laddered that. I talked about that on my other show, NBA Gambling Podcast. He got the 30. So we were pretty, pretty good about that. So... Profitable day, say the less. Good day, good bounce back day from missing everything. And so now we are here on a Saturday. It is Final Four day. We got two games in the NBA. However, I I couldn't I couldn't talk myself into a side today. I tried. I really, really tried. And. I have some ways that I'm kind of feeling, and maybe towards the end of the day, I'll end up getting down on Final Four action, but I'm not down on Final Four action right now. I had a lane to FAU, and picking FAU 
but seeing the line movement this morning of you know all this money like there's a good portion of the money on fau i wouldn't say it's very very public but it's more than san diego state but that line moved from two to two and a half and that line movement is very very telling and it I just don't think I can get to the window on that one. And then we also have Miami and UConn where I really want to go Miami. But UConn looks so good right now. But my gut's telling me go Miami. And I'm not I'm not trying to just be out here losing bets. Like even though I really I really want to get a good feeling about it before I take it. And so Lanes to FAU in Miami today. We'll see how that happens. I'm not I'm not giving it out as of right now. I'm not betting it as of right now, but I'll see what I do towards the later the day. So the end of the day. Uh let's see. And then the NBA, you got the Heat and the Mavericks playing in Miami, and you have the Pelicans and the Clippers playing in New Orleans. Now, quick rant here. Because Kawhi Leonard played the first half yesterday because and then sat the second half because he wanted to play the back-to-back. So, like, you're still missing. You're still, you're, you're still missing the game, basically. If Kawhi Leonard played that second half, they might have been in contention to beat Memphis. I mean, they weren't playing terrible that first half when he was playing. And then you just kind of throw everything off. I don't know if this is Kawhi decision. I doubt it's a Kawhi decision. I think it's an organization decision, but it, it, it just it just sounds it, – it was just really dumb. And as somebody that was on Kawhi over 25 and a half yesterday, it blew me. But, you know, I hope the Pelicans win. I hope the Clippers don't win another game for the rest of the season, find themselves in the play-in, get knocked out of play-in. Well, one, I already have a Clippers miss the playoffs at 7-1 bet, so I really hope that happens. But that, that was just dumb. Like, you're not locked into the playoffs. You're not locked in at all. <laughs> like, th- this is a competitive Western Conference, and I think from the Clippers down, everybody's – in contention for the playing game towards the end of the season. So that really pissed me off. Heat are laying one and a half today. I'll never lay points with the Heat, but Dallas just looks really, really brutal today. I I, I lean to the Heat. Not Heat. I'm sorry. I lean to Dallas, but I just didn't feel comfortable betting that. So we're going to do a couple of prop ladders today, and I think that's enough action for a Saturday and if I decide to get on something, I'll tweet it out later. But we're going to do a couple of props in this Mavs Heat game. And looking at this game, you have two teams who are fighting for their playoff lives. Well, less of the Heat. The Heat are trying to get out of the play-in and secure a six seed so they don't even have to worry about the play-in. The Mavericks are trying to get into the play-in. Luckily for the Mavericks, the Thunder are selling their playing spot, the 10th seed, on the corner outside of the grocery store for about 25 cents on the dollar. It's just nobody wants to buy. Like, you know, everybody's walking by. They're over there. Hey, hey, I got 10 seed, 25 cents on the dollar. 10 seed, 25 cents on the dollar. Come on, come on, come on, come on. 10 seed, 25 cents on the dollar. And they, they, they I mean, the, the, the Thunder are really trying to give away the 10 seed, and nobody wants to take it. 
And so here goes another opportunity for the Mavericks. They've lost three of their last four, two to Charlotte, one to the 76ers, and they won the game against the Pacers when nobody was playing. And the Heat issue is that they can't score. They can't score at all. 104.6 points per game in the last five games, 28, 29th in the NBA. Mavericks scoring 114.6. That is 19th in the NBA, but a 10-point gap between those two in terms of scoring. Mavericks have the uh, – what's that? Okay, so the Mavericks have the – what's the word I'm looking for? The advantage. They have the advantage in offensive and defensive rating over the past five games as well. They are 18th in offensive and defensive rating. The Heat are 22nd in all, in offense and defensive rating. So Mavs, the better offense, better defense over the past five games, scoring more points. In terms of pace, the Heat dead last at 30, Mavs at 21. So this is a slower pace game. Things kind of do point to the Mavs. I get the Heat. At, maybe I should just go ahead and bet Mavs here. I'm gonna stick with what I, I'm gonna stick with what I was gonna do, but don't be surprised if you see me end up being on the Mavs later tonight. So here's where we're gonna go with this: Luka Doncic in his last five games versus the Heat. Here are his rebound totals: 12, 10, 3, 12, 15. Now in this game, you have Bam Adebayo, who is questionable. That is big because it, against two teams that are both towards the bottom of the league in rebound percentage over the past five games, the Heat might be losing their best rebounder. Whereas Luka is the Mavericks' best rebounder. Like, by far, he's the Mavericks' best rebounder. And so looking at Luka's last five games in general, he averages 9.2 rebounds, 7, 10, 12, 7, and 10. His rebound prop right now is listed at eight and a half rebounds over minus 113. So it's kind of a one plus one equals two here. I got a questionable tag on Bam Adebayo. He may or may not go today. He really should go because the Heat are trying to stay out of the play-in, but they just sat Jimmy Butler two games ago, so I wouldn't be surprised if Bam gets some rest here. Like, that's just how the Heat do things. Even if Bam does play that 12, 10, 3, 12, 15, all of that was while Bam was in the lineup versus the Heat and Luka in his past five games versus the Heat. So we're going to do a ladder on Luka rebounds today. I like the over 8.5 at minus 113, the 10 plus at one plus 135, and then 12 plus at plus 330. And that's just, you know, He's gotten to 12 in the past five games. He's gotten to 12 three times on three separate occasions in the last five versus the Heat. Feels like a very good spot where we can get a Luka game where one, especially defensively, he kind of hangs around the rim, be able to pick up a lot of loose rebounds, push and push the ball up the court. So I'm, I'm with Luka Doncic over eight and a half rebounds, laddered up to 12. I'm staying in this game for my second prop of the day. And because I like the Mavericks to win, I feel like Kyrie Irving has to have a good game. I think a lot of their struggles over the past few games has been with the struggles of Kyrie Irving as well. And if Kyrie has a good game, if the Mavs, a.k.a. Luka Doncic, can control the boards in this game, 
then I think they have a chance to win. And if you just look at how they're playing. So I told you that those pace stats, 21 for the Mavs, Heat 30. The reason the Mavs pace is kind of pushed, you know, pushed up a little bit is because Kyrie Irving runs with that second unit a lot. And that second unit loves to run. When it's Kyrie, Jaden Harvey, Josh Green, Christian Wood, like that unit loves to run up and down the court. Kyrie will push the pace. He loves to push the pace. He hates this, you know, the staying in the half court. He wants to go out and transition, get some quick buckets, get to the rim. And so Kyrie already has a 29-point game versus the Heat this season. I think he needs a good game for the Heat to win. I know he hasn't looked good in terms of this points prop over his last five games, but I'm just going to call my shot, and this is a gut call here for me. Kyrie's points prop is at 23.5 at minus 111. I like that. And I'm going to ladder that as well and take him to 25 at plus 110 and 30 at plus 290. I think that the Mavericks are the more desperate team in this spot. I think that with the Thunder losing yet another game last night. Was it last? Was that last night where they played? I think it was last night. Let me pull that up. Yeah, it was last night because I gave it out on the SGP show and I had and I was on the Pacers. And even with SGA active, they still lost the game. Like that's brutal. It's just brutal. <laughs> but yeah, so they lose so the Thunder lose another game. Like there's more and more motivation for the Mavericks. And they're not gonna keep getting these chances. I think they're the better team than the Heat right now. I can't trust the Heat right now. If I had to pick the lesser of two evils, I pick the Mavericks. So if the Mavericks win, I think Kyrie Irving has to have a good game. So I am with the Dallas Mavericks. That is a lean. I'm not giving that out. So I, if I, I'm just kind of on the fence between the Mavericks, FAU, and Miami today. My two plays for today are Luka Dantage, rebounds ladder starting at 8.5, take it up 12. Kyrie Irving, points ladder starting at 23.5, take it up 30. So let's just let's let's try to get those two props ladders. If we can get those two, we can have a really, really good day today. All right, everyone, that is it. I just need to one thank everybody who continues to listen. Sorry about the technical difficulties yesterday. Uh, it wasn't letting me post the episode at all yesterday. I was trying to get it out so early yesterday. It was not letting me post up so at all. It took until like literally an hour, two hours before it came time before the episode finally posted. So this hopefully this episode gets out a lot quicker and you know we can just go ahead and you can listen. We can cast some bets. It's a very short slate. I didn't want to have too much going. I didn't want to lose the units that we gained because we did gain some units yesterday. I didn't want to lose what we gained. I just wanted to be able to find something that I liked. And I do like these two props. Find something that I liked, maximize the value, and then move on to the next day. So there we go. Make sure you follow the Hardwood Culture Podcast on YouTube. When we get YouTubes going on, Hardwood Culture Podcast, HW Culture Pod on Twitter. Follow us there. And leave a review, everything, leave Spotify review, Apple review, whatever you leave a review, leave a review. Other than that, I am giving you time back. Appreciate you for listening for another episode. I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. I'm ending like this. Spread more love. We're out of here.